Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast. I'm your host, Right Worshipful Brother George Marjorie, and with me tonight, Worshipful Brother Joe. And Worshipful Brother Ken. And tonight's episode is going to be called The Installation of Officers. And we're going to cover everything installation of officers. Last uh, couple episodes ago, we covered election of officers and how yep. elections go. And this one's going to be the actual installation, uh, what it entails, what it's all about, uh, and it's... Uh, it's it's seen in the public. So, uh, but first we have a uh, we have a, an announcement to make, and uh, I'm going to turn it over to Worship Brother Joe. We do. We've uh, and give credit to who pulled this off. Yes. So, uh, shout out to Brother Jim Rafferty, mm-hmm. who uh, has been working behind the scenes. He's you get to see our three lovely faces a lot, but right. uh, Raf does a lot of work behind the scenes. Yes, he does. Whether it be uh, reaching out to, to guests that have been on the show or trying to set up new guests. Uh, so he landed a, a big one. He, yes, he, he landed uh, uh, a NASCAR, former NASCAR driver. He's currently uh, hosting uh, the NASCAR races as an announcer on, I believe, NBC Sports. Mm-hmm. He was the driver of the Shriners International NASCAR, mm-hmm. brother David Reagan will oh. be joining us via Skype on Thursday, December 26th. Nice. Uh, so mm-hmm. for those that uh, are big NASCAR fans or even aren't NASCAR fans, right. um, tune in. We're going we're gonna to have some fun uh, with uh, interviewing him as we normally do. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it should be a good time. But uh, we, Raf reached out to him. He responded immediately mm-hmm. and said he would love to be on the show. So. Yep. We'll and be talking uh, to him on Thursday. Same deal. We'll be doing it Skype. Uh, it won't be live, but we'll do our recap, and hopefully Santa won't sabotage that one. But then again, he'll be back in the North Pole at that point. So, yeah, he'll uh, be tired out by yeah, then. I would think but, so. Uh, yeah, we're going to... We won't see him for another year. No. If ever. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're going to have... Uh, now. I've even said... I said it on a prior episode that uh, is yet to be released, uh, but by this point it will be released, that uh, I... I've never been a fan of watching NASCAR on TV, but I would love to actually go to a NASCAR event. It's yeah. got to be pretty cool. The the smells of engine and exhaust. Again, I was a mechanic. Yeah. Like, love the smell of like engine and all this. The only thing I did not like as a mechanic when I was working as a mechanic prior to being a driver was uh, the smell of burnt differential fuel, uh, fluid. If you've oh. ever smelled that, mm-hmm. it is the most disgusting smell you'll ever smell in your entire life. And I instantly puke on the spot. Yeah, it's gear oil, it's right? That's gear oil, it's yeah, like stuff does not smell. 80, 90 yeah. weight, but now you burn it, yeah. oh, it instantly just up chuck. Yeah. That's it. I cannot take the smell of burnt gear oil. So, um, But anyway, 
Oh, let's let's go, Georgie. It is awesome. About twelve years ago, <laughs> I, I got to go. drive a stock car. I never told you guys that story, did I? No, no, you no. did not. So we did the. Uh, I was at a company event. We have like a big sales meeting every year, and mm-hmm. I was in Las Vegas. And the fun event during the sales meeting was to go out to Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Oh wow! And there's the Dale Earnhardt Experience. Which is basically they have a bunch of stock cars that are set up so that students or amateurs or whatever can drive them. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a couple different ways of doing it. Sometimes you're in the car with the instructor and he's driving, and sometimes you're driving. There's an instructor in there or whatever. Mm-hmm. We did the one where we were solo, right? Where we were driving the cars ourselves, but we had to draft the instructor in front of us. And if you did everything you were supposed to, you paid attention to the flags, you paid attention to the lights, you paid attention to your your Instructor and this driving is a circular in front of you. Track. Yeah, it's a oh, normal. Wow. Yeah, it's Las Vegas Motor Speedway is a standard NASCAR track, wow. and as long as you're doing everything you're supposed to, that driver, the the guy in front of you, will take you faster. Wow! So the better you do, and the you know the more accurately you draft him, the faster he takes. And you. how fast got, were you going? I got up to about a buck sixty. Wow! I I don't think I can. <sighs> Which handle that. let me tell you, uh, it when. when when you're when you're watching it from like a camera view of a NASCAR race, it doesn't look that fast because right. you're so far away in the right, perspectives right. and everything. When you're in a car and you're up against the wall because you have to kind of your right, line right. takes yep, you yep, up yep. near the mm-hmm, wall mm-hmm. and you're looking at that shit coming at you that fast, <laughs> it's wow. terrifying. I don't I don't even think my mind can process what was going I on. I mean, at it's that fast. you really have to trust in the vehicle and it doesn't feel intuitive because you're going you're you're Everything is banked. All the turns are banked, obviously. And, like, the G-forces want to take you this way. Right. Because you're going around They want to take angle, you out. Yeah. Once the and it feels out. like the car is, like, you know, you're used to tires on your, your street car. And if your street car was doing that at 160 miles an hour, you'd probably kiss the wall, right? Mm-hmm. You'd slide sideways right. and hit the wall. Mm-hmm. These tires are very sticky, so you stick to your track. Or right. you stick to But the, the G-forces that are pulling you toward the wall mm-hmm. are more than you ever experience in your car. It was fat. It's faster than you would ever take your own car. Right. Right. right, right. So it feels like you're going to go out of control, but you always trust in the vehicle. And it's, it's, it's wild, man. It's a lot of fun. Highly recommend it. It wasn't that expensive. The company paid for it, uh-huh. but it's like, you know, whatever it's like under $200, I think at the time. Right. Um, so if you ever have the opportunity and you have the inclination, you'd like to try to drive a stock car. I would highly recommend it. It is so much fun. That's cool. Awesome. Uh, brother Jim Trensky. So you drove a stock car. You bought a Subaru to make it seem like you were in a race car. Laugh out loud. Just kidding, Ken. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he also said he did the Richard Petty driving experience. That's what it was. Well. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I think I said Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, it was yeah. Richard Petty. Yep, it was Richard Petty. I was going to make a joke about that. I was going to make a joke, too, but yeah, I'm like, no, yeah, yeah no, 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 no. I just... I, I, <laughs> flub drivers in my head yep it was the the richard petty driving experience and they have a couple different they do it at different tracks too around See, i was US. always i was always into to indy cars and i'll tell you why because i like the fact that indy cars not only did circular tracks but mm-hmm. they also did street yeah where yeah. it's like left right left yeah. and they had to go around the streets and i uh, that that's awesome i mean yeah memorizing those kind of i think of jeff dunham when he's like with uh they're making a left turn <laughs> they're making a left turn like mm-hmm. that whole thing but I liked uh, I liked Indy because it was a street race, like it was right. lefts and right. rights. Monte Carlo, and Monte Carlo, even like Formula yeah. One. Yeah. And uh, one of my favorite drivers was actually Michael Andretti. And okay, his yeah. day, he was awesome. And I actually yeah. have a signed, autographed uh, picture 
of Michael Andretti where he signed mm-hmm. it. And again, when I was a kid, I was big. He was into in the eighties and nineties, right? He was in the nineties. Yeah. 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 His father Mario was more. Oh, Bubba J. J. Damn right, Bubba J. Yeah. Making a left turn. <laughs> Making a left turn. Yeah. Uh, but I have a, uh, a sign. I actually had I had two. I had uh, Michael Andretti and Emerson Fittipaldi. Oh yeah, two I remember. Yeah. yeah, very very talented uh, IndyCar drivers. I still have the Michael Andretti one at my house, but I cannot find the Emerson Fittipaldi photo, and they're probably mm. worth buco bucks at this. Probably, point. yeah. Um, but uh, the only thing I ever did was uh, when I worked for uh, Firestone, uh, they they took us up to Gillette Stadium actually in the parking lot, and uh, you know if you ever been to Gillette mm-hmm. Stadium, the Patriots Stadium, it's Boop. a big parking lot. It's a big ass parking lot. Yep. And what they do is they actually would soak down the entire parking lot. And they had cones, and they would put like. Uh, they would put like town fair tire tires against hmm. the the Bridgestone or Firestone tires, and you would take the cars and drive them on a course that uh, would simulate like hard left turns, yeah. hard yeah. right turns, and you would compare the tires. So that's the that's kinda closest cool. I've ever came to it. And uh, yeah, that was pretty cool you know, for for driving. I think it was like a BMW, and then the other one was uh, an Impala or something like that, which mm-hmm. is basically a boat with wheels. So. Yep. But uh, anyway, long wheelbase. So let's get into our main topic: uh, installation of officers. And uh, so every lodge does their installation of officers at different times. Mm-hmm. Uh, installation of officers, for the most part, is either semi-public or public. Uh, sometimes private, which is just masons only. Semi-public being a family members of masons, mm-hmm. and the public where it's open to the public. Um. So for all those conspiracy theorists who think Freemasonry is so secret, yeah, wrong. Because at a, a uh, public one, anybody could show up from the street. Hey, yeah, I heard about Masons. Mm-hmm. I see your lodge. You're having a public event tonight. I wanted to come. Okay, cool. Sit. <laughs> and uh, we do um, installation of officers. And uh, what do you guys do in your lodge? Is it uh, semi-public, public, private? What yeah, so ours, ours is semi-public. Um, meaning we don't necessarily advertise it and have anybody from the street coming in, but obviously our families come out. Um, yeah, families, close friends. Yeah. yeah same and in ours. The reason we do that is because we don't have, like you guys, I know we a couple episodes ago we talked about the fact that you guys have um, like a dinner, an annual dinner for uh-huh. the outgoing master yep. and then a, uh-huh. you know one at the beginning of the year for the new master. Right. We don't do that. So our installation ceremony is a, big celebration too mm-hmm. where we celebrate the the master and the outgoing officers past right. year and the new officers coming in so we do it semi-public so that the family can come out and friends and stuff like that and right. share in that celebration with us yes yeah, same in our lodge we uh it's semi-public by invitation mm-hmm. um you know if you have any family members any close friends that uh anyone from the lodge wants to invite they mm-hmm. can um you know, and we, we do the ceremony, and then there's usually a, a little bit of a reception mm-hmm. right afterwards, some food. Um, nothing formal afterwards, but there's, you know, food, refreshment, things yeah. like that. But I would encourage anybody who's interested in Freemasonry that knows somebody in the craft and want kind of wants to get a little mm-hmm. peek behind the curtain, right. attend it and make it known to your friend or family member that you want to attend an installation and, and just go see it. And actually, our uh, our incoming Worshipful Master Elect Perry Bartovic, Worshipful Brother Perry Bartovic, because he took the he was obligated as a past master, is uh, he's on with us. So uh, 
Worshipful uh, brother or worshipful master. Worshipful master. Hey, worshipful brother. Salute. Cheers. Congratulations. And uh, the last one before Santa sabotaged it, I gave him uh, kudos for uh, for uh, <laughs> for uh, pointing out doing a fantastic EA degree and uh, nice. putting me to shame because I picked out words that I had messed up for years and years. But uh, I'm really upset <laughs> that I missed Santa. But we'll continue with our yeah, current topic. Uh, you didn't miss much. Um, but uh, our lodge actually does it as a public. And reason being is because we invite um, we invite Eastern Star and Amaranth to come witness it as well. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's very cool. They, uh, they support us in a lot of things that we do. So uh, we you know, they, they show up. Uh, they're also invited to our annual dinners. And uh, they take a very proactive part in, in what we do. And uh, Cool. It's uh, it's it's really nice to have the appending bodies, I guess, if you will, appending bodies uh, show up to to show their support. Mm-hmm. So we we make it public; they're allowed to come and uh, they show up. I mean, realistically, they could be semi-public and still show up, but uh, yeah, semi-public just means it's kind of invite only. You know, yeah, it's, not like, only. it's not advertised. Yeah, it's public. not advertised in the I've newspaper. I've always been a but... big advocate for making it public, and the reason mm-hmm. being is because. Um, you know, they show up in, in you know, we don't get very many people off the street, so to speak, but if you make it public and you put it on Facebook as a public event, mm. maybe you get somebody who's interested in Freemason to yeah. show up and they like, wow, this is pretty cool. Or you get relatives of some of the incoming officers that are Masons that, that you never mm-hmm. knew were Masons. And, right. And, you know, maybe right. they didn't even know that these individuals were officers in the lodge and they show up. Right. Absolutely. So yeah, there are reasons to do it that yeah. way. I mean, you don't want rando conspiracy theorists showing up and ruining your installation either, which I guess is the yeah. But that's why we have the. That's also why we have the big ass. There's still a Tyler. Yeah, that's why we have an entire lodge that packs heat. We have the uh, Templar Sword of Honor. We have no, it doesn't. I'm being funny. Yeah, it's just to be able to know. Listen, if Santa could come up to the last freaking live episode and sabotage it, I can make jokes. We don't even have a chimney. How did Santa get here? He's magic. Okay. Santa's magic. Um, yeah, fair point. We did a pretty poor job at guarding the West Gate, seeing as how yeah. Santa just he materialized kind of he in the it. kitchen. <laughs> he could shrink down and fit through like a keyhole. Yeah, like a little guy. Yeah. Oh, you son of a... <laughs> no, that was actually... That was from Cheech and... That was from Santa and his old age. All right, all yeah, right. Like, oh, yeah, he's got some magic dust. It makes him really small. Oh, like a little guy. <laughs> uh, I just... Uh, well, also, I want to just uh, say I've been honored uh, by this lodge for the past, well, I want to say at least four or five masters that I've had the uh, I've had the honor to install the pa- the past four or five masters of our lodge since I was installed um, and be the installing master. So for everybody who has an installation of officers, you have uh, the, the master elect chooses who he wants to be his installing master. Mm-hmm. Typically, it's a past master, past district deputy, mm-hmm. current Grand Lodge officer, current district deputy, past district deputy, somebody who, uh, who, who's who been the master before. And uh, I think it's pretty much you have to have that, right? Um, I don't know if it has to be a past district deputy. In our lodge, we have No, but I'm saying at least, at least be a past master. Oh, it's got to be a past master. Yeah. yeah, because you're obligating the new master. Right. Or not obligating. Um, yeah, but, I mean, you're well, giving you the charges of office. And I don't know how it, it, it is in other lodges, whether that's kind of like a set thing. This brother is going to be the one installing you. 
or but we've always had a tradition at least since i was master of having the privilege to choose who you want to install you mm-hmm. um well i think that's always the case just because it's a prerogative of the master really okay some lodges just that's have guys who it. always same do way. okay yeah. all right but no. there there are a limited number of brothers that know it from memory like ours we yeah. we reread because usually with the, the thing about a semi-public event or any public event is you want to make sure the ritual is clean. Mm-hmm. So right. you don't want to fumble over your words or, or use the right. wrong word with that type of audience. So sometimes some lodges will elect to read it. Yeah. I, I read it personally because the way I do it is I take a, the, the trestle board stand and I, I lay out my ritual. And I will, I will move that trestle board or my, my, my mm-hmm. binder with me mm-hmm. for two reasons. A, doing it, it, it's very extensive. It's a mm-hmm. lot of talking on the installing master, specifically when you're going through, well, this is something you should uh, – how, how do I put this? Like there's different symbology of different yeah. things. Like mm-hmm. one of the things for the master is the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just called the line, yep. mm-hmm. but there's a whole ritual to that. Yep. There's you know the obligation in yep. itself that that that's that's something you read or, or well that you have to read. I think. I mean, there's like the charges. There's certain things that you have. Right. To there's read. a but yeah. now, mind you, you're you're going all the way from the the master that you're installing yep. all the way down to the lowest rank. Yeah, all the way yep. down to the steward. All the way yep. down. Yep. So for a for an installing master to be able to do that from memory. Is extremely impressive. Ours does it. Very difficult. Really? Yeah. So I'm not going to say the last names, but uh, Right Worshipful uh, Brother Dave yes. does the installing master part. Um, and Right Worshipful Brother Joe does the installing marshal, and they both do it from memory. And it's mm. because they've been doing it forever. Right. Realistically, yeah, it's like the marshal. One marshall, of the things they love doing. Right. And realistically, the marshal's got. Minimal lines. He's got the proclamation. With the exception of the, the pl- proclamation. Well, the, uh, um, these two brothers <laughs> actually swap back and forth for the um, the charges oh. of each office. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so that so gives them a little bit yeah. more. Yep. Um, but I've, I've always read it, and I think that it's okay with reading it as long as you do it in a very um, – uh, if you do it in a very uh, – uh, nice way is not a way not, to say ne- it. not necessarily solemn, but like if you long as you don't do it feeling. in a sloppy way, right? Exactly. Right. You, you know want I mean? it to be tight. You want it to be mm-hmm. meaningful. You want it to be you know something that you would be proud of in a public audience, right. For them to hear. Mm-hmm. And again, I do two things. I have my I have my stand over on one side, but I also put one of the podiums that we have right next to the altar. So when mm-hmm. I'm reading it, I take my my binder, I put it on the. Uh, I put it on the, the stand next to the um, next to the altar, so that I'm standing at the altar, giving my you know reading. The, but it's right there. Like right. it's not like I'm holding a binder. Yeah, it's in my not hand. like you're sitting up in the east the whole time. Reading right. Or, or I'm not holding a binder. I personally yep. don't believe in holding a binder and you're reading it out of the book. I don't like the fact that you have even ritual book. I don't, I don't yeah. any type of ritual in your hand where your face is just buried yeah. there. Right. I like. I, I personally like it where I put the put my my ritual off to the right where I can stand there and and I can touch his hands or I can I can make hand motions where I'm not obligated to holding a binder and flipping pages yeah uh, well, you know, anybody who's giving a speech and has to read the speech without the benefit of a teleprompter, you right. see on TV, somebody's got a podium. Right. And mm-hmm. they'll, like, make eye contact and they'll look down and yeah. get their mm-hmm. place. And yeah, and to that extent, you have to be familiar with the ritual. It's not something you're going to go up and, and right. do yeah, it cold. For the first time. Right. Um, 
But yeah, I've never done it as installing master. I was mm-hmm. the installing marshal last year mm-hmm. uh, for mm-hmm. the master of our lodge, and that was the first time I had ever done that. It was actually it was a really cool experience. Right. And then with my installation, it was actually done by um, a past grandmaster, mm. uh, Walter Ketchell. Okay. Um, and he did it from memory. He did the whole thing. It's impressive. Memory. It is extremely. You know what else is impressive is doing a Masonic funeral from memory. That's another yeah, one that's. Yeah. Uh, and I knew we actually had a worship brother, Alan Bunting, who since passed. Uh, he did it from memory, and it's like. I think wow. that's, that's one of the uh, requirements for the new ritual, Master Ritualist Award that Grand Lodge, wow. the Grand Lodge of Connecticut created. Yeah, that's impressive to yeah, do. That's, There's not too many people who mm-hmm. could do things from, from memory to extent of that. I mean, that's a lot well, of talking. I mean, like degrees and obligations are one thing, but something that you have to do once a year. Right, that's why I like look at these guys. It's not do, repetitive. Like, a, a past right, master right. degree from memory, it's like you do it once a year. Like that's right. That I can do. That's that I've done. Yeah, we found that out, didn't we? Yes, we did. When you don't have the benefit of rehearsing something over and over again, Mm -hmm. you only do it once a year. I think that's harder than doing like the obligations Mm -hmm. of any degree. Mm -hmm. Even uh, again, I've done the Order of the Temple uh, a few times, but I don't do it on a very frequent basis. So, like, even the Order of the Temple, I can do it pretty much word for word verbatim. But if there's a, a year or two year lapse, yeah, like, and like, you've got like oh. multiple opportunities to do it if right. you wanted to, whereas uh-huh. the past master degree it's once it's a like, year, yeah, it's once a year. Yeah. So uh, installation once a year, yeah. Uh, and so uh, back on the uh, installation of officers, uh, you have your installing master, and we also talked about the installing marshal. Uh, the installing marshal is pretty much the guy who conducts. Uh, each one of the officers up to take his obligation and or uh, basically puts him in his seat. You know, he escorts him to his chair in the lodge. Mm -hmm. Um, So both chairs, or excuse me, both officers, installing master and installing installing marshal are chosen by the incoming master. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, worshipful brother uh, Perry Bartovic has uh, asked me, to be the uh, installing master, and he chose uh, uh, Brother Dan Hernandez to be the installing marshal. Oh, very cool. Because uh, Dan, uh, uh, Brother Dan Hernandez, um, was the mason who brought him into the lodge. So that that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah, that was, was, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, And you don't have to be, for to be an installing marshal, you don't have to be a past master. No, just the installing. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. You do have to, the other job of the installing marshal is to do what are called the proclamations, which we won't won't get into the actual Well, you can. I mean, it's public. It's It's a public event, so. So basically what the proclamations are is somebody has to say, all right, all of these officers, this suite of officers, the slate of Mm -hmm. officers for this lodge for the ensuing year have been installed. Mm -hmm. And it has to be kind of an official thing. Mm -hmm. And that's what the job of the installing marshal is at the end, after the installation Mm -hmm. is completed, is to make these proclamations from the south, the west, and the east. Mm -hmm. And say, this is done, basically this is done. You know, these these officers are legitimate. And it's -hmm. basically what goes on the record and says, all right, in, in the eyes of Grand Lodge, in the eyes of the jurisdiction, this lodge is correct for next year. Right. These officers have been duly installed. Now, while we're on that subject, if uh, if a brother decides to not show up for the installation, ah, which happens, go it on. does, yeah, go I mean, on. Huh? People get 
I throw people you. are sick, people can't show up. So basically what happens is you cannot sit in that seat and take on the duties of that chair until you are properly and duly installed. Mm-hmm. And so, obligated. And obligated. Mm-hmm. So basically it has to happen later on. You know, a lodge right. of you know master masons opens after you know the <coughs> next time you were able to come back to lodge, right. and then you have to be obligated, installed, and given the charges. And, now right. the the master himself needs to be installed before the first stated communication. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for instance, on Thursday, uh, our uh, our senior warden, brother Steve Saxton, uh, he's got to have a little bit of a surgery. So what we ended up doing on Thursday was I actually obligated him as a senior warden on Thursday. So now he's technically installed as senior warden. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's ready to go. He's ready to go. And he's good and healthy and coming um, back. Which at this point kind of knocks Perry out of his chair. You're say if Perry decided <laughs> something happens to Perry, he's the but master. But he is the master elect, which right. means he's not installed as master, but he's not the senior warden anymore. He's a lame duck. Oh, yeah. He's, he's kind of a lame duck. Yeah. <laughs> So make sure well, you show no up. No offense, worshipful master. Yeah. <laughs> so realistically, like, Perry's kind of on the sidelines right now because he's been removed out of his yeah. chair, but he's not the master yet. Mm. He's like, <laughs> well, if anything goes south, uh, worshipful brother Perry, there's a open junior steward position at Harmony Lodge 42. <laughs> You're welcome to come down. He's in Masonic purgatory right <laughs> He's now. in Masonic purgatory, right. Uh, but uh, we so we obligated him, I obligated him on um, – on Thursday, so that because he said he wasn't sure if he was going to make it to installation, so rather than having a lapse of an officer, uh, it, it's it's all squared away. You know what I mean? Everything yeah. is all. So now, when Perry gets installed as master, the senior warden's already installed, yeah. and then we just move down the line. And walk. you don't have right. to worry about installing right. anybody after the fact. It's just right. business as usual when the, the year picks up. Yep. Correct. So. Uh, yeah, pretty. Perry just Perry posted a duck. <laughs> an emoji of a duck. That's Perfect. why I had, to, I had to get close right. to it and see what it was before. I, I mean, realistically, uh, he could still, you know, he's technically a worship brother. He's also a past warden, so he could still sit in his chair as senior warden for. Oh yeah, he'd be fine. for the open. Yeah, he'd he be just fine. doesn't he's have like, any place. He just to be in doesn't that, have a place that to small be. Small interim right. period. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Diana. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, so that's pretty much the uh, installation of officers. The um, but we go down the line. The master obviously takes the precedence. It's his night. Mm-hmm. So the master's uh, for installation of officers. The master's section of being installed is quite extensive. And then you have the outgoing master's part at the very beginning. Is so what we do in our lodges special too in our installation ceremony. I don't know how you guys do it. I'll basically talk about mine, and then you can go to yours. But yep. what we do is when we 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 open a lodge right under the current 2019 uh, officers. Yes, we then go to refreshment. Mm-hmm. At that point. All the officers sit in their chairs. Mm-hmm. We allow the guests in. They sit on the sideline. And then what we do is we, the marshal retires the 2019 officers. Yes. So they all stand up and they form two columns at the door. Mm-hmm. And then the marshal goes and he escorts the master out of his lodge for the last time. Mm-hmm. Big round of applause, yep. everybody. You know, he walks out and then all the officers, you know, leave the lodge Mm -hmm. and then what we do is that's when they go outside the door i'm kind of saying welcome to morning stars whatever 
And then uh, what happens is they, while they're outside, they're all switching name tag plates yep. and sliders, and they're changing jewels and aprons. And getting in line in the correct order. Getting in line in the correct order. order. The marshal's kind of slapping them around, telling them where to yep. go. Yep. And then they get escorted in. And they sit in chairs at the west side of the altar, mm-hmm. and they all sit down. And then uh, once they sit, then the marshal goes and grabs the worshipful master-elect. Mm-hmm. He comes in the door, and he immediately escorts him to the west. Yep. And then... I start my, my spiel, and then uh, after he's done, he's placed in his chair, in the Oriental chair, as it's called, mm-hmm. and then uh, you go down the entire list of officers. One by one, each one has an obligation, each one gets vested with their jewel mm-hmm. and their their implement of office, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. and yep. then uh, they get escorted to their chairs, and then the marshal basically does his thing, then we have uh, cake. Yep. Oh. Afterward, and then you're good. We do basically the exact same thing. I think the uh, the outgoing master has a chance to, you know, make a brief, you know, have a few right. words or whatever before he's escorted out with all the right. other officers. And then, um, when everybody's in and everybody's properly installed, they do the whole part where it's you know, um, brother, or, you know, worshipful brother, behold your officers, yes. mm-hmm. and then yep. brother officers, or you know, the craft, behold your master. Right. And that's like a pretty cool, pretty cool time. It's usually, right. you know, kind of powerful thing. Everybody, there's a round of applause. Well, that's actually happens. during, uh, that's actually right after the master is placed in his chair. Yeah. In the ritual. Yep. Once yep. he's placed in his chair, it's all the brothers, behold yep. your master, master behold your, your, your lodge. Yeah. That's cool. That's always, that's then, my favorite part of that entire yeah. ceremony well, is... Yeah. The only thing I wish the master's is that, looking down everybody like, holy crap, what have I done? <laughs> and it gets really hot under those lights. Yeah, exactly. Really hot under yeah, those lights. Yeah. You know, the only thing I wish, hey, uh, Brother Jim Chensky, Merry Christmas, be safe. You too, Brother Merry Jim. Merry Christmas. Too. Thank you. Um, the only thing I wish is that you can give grand honors in a public forum. Yeah, right, you can only so. do a, can only a, do a hearty a round honors, of applause. Hearty round of applause. Yeah. We do... Uh, variation of the grand honors i guess on the podcast when we do our toasts but uh i wish you can do that um i w- wish you could well, do that very, in the public. It, yeah so so it's not secret but the connecticut the connecticut rules and regs do say that there's only certain circumstances and certain brothers that you can give grand honors to right and in certain circumstances right right and installation is not. But we give them a hearty round of applause, yeah. and uh, which is just as good. Mm-hmm. Um, so now in our lodge, we have, I, I don't know if it's a lodge tradition or if this happens at every um, installation, but at one point, the newly installed master gets the top hat placed on his head. Yeah, we do that too. Mm-hmm. Now in, in our lodge, the incoming master gets to select who does that. Sometimes it's the installing officer. Um, sometimes it's a spouse or a significant other. I chose to have my daughter put the hat on my head. So that that's for nice. me, that was a very special, very cool moment where right. the first time that hat is placed on my head as the installed master, my daughter did that. Right. Oh, that's really uh, cool. That's cool. And especially if you have like a father or an uncle or somebody who's a mason to have them be the one who puts the hat on. Yeah, you certainly could. Cool. My favorite part. My absolute favorite part is when the the outgoing master 
hands the new incoming master the charter. Oh, yeah. I always thought that was extremely powerful yep. because think about how many masters passed that yep. charter down mm -hmm. yep. to the new master. Yep. I mean, our lodge, 1804. Right, Think uh, about that symbology of from 1804, yeah. all the masters who've passed that charter down. Yep. And again, we have two charters. We have our working charter and our actual charter. Yep. But regardless of the fact, even if it's just it's a, a powerful working thing. charter, it's the working charter from 1851. Mm -hmm. Like that is some incredible shit. And what we've done and what we did in our lodge, and we've done it a few times, is every past master of our lodge that's present. Good evening, worshipful brother John McManus. Oh, worshipful brother. That's right. He uh, was installed. No. No, he's no, installed, installed Saturday, right? But he yep. took the past master degree. Oh, so he's, yeah. he's a worshipful brother. He's a worshipful brother. brother. But we've, what we've done in our lodge is every past master of our lodge that's present at the installation mm. lines up in chronological order. So you, that's we had, cool. I think we had that's eight or nine awesome. present starting from the oldest um, past master. And it goes from one to the other to the other till finally it ends up in the hands of the newly installed master. It, it, it's right. pretty cool. It, it, I, I love that part. That is like an incredible part to me because it's the most symbolic part of it. And, you know, think about – and this is why one of the things I love about Freemasonry is that nowhere else – Outside of Freemasonry, would somebody be handing you the charter of something that's all the way back from 1804? Yeah, hundreds right. of years old. Right. Hundreds yeah. and hundreds of years old. There's nowhere anywhere else in the planet that somebody would be doing that. And it's freaking humbling too, man. Because Hell yeah. That was when I when when I was made master and I was handed that charter by Worshipful Brother Hal. I was like, holy crap, now I'm in charge of this lodge. Right. Like it's a little terrifying and a little right, humbling yeah. for sure. Like it's important for a leader of any organization yeah. to feel that way when they are and you should feel a little bit of that. Yeah. Because absolutely. realistically, you could also be the, the, the idiot who tanks this lodge in a yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. It's so a lot of pressure. It's, 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 but it's it tells you exactly what you're, what, you know, what you have responsibi responsibility for at yep. that point. And mm -hmm. it definitely makes you want to not, you know, to do it yeah, properly, absolutely. do it correctly. And yeah. even in that line as a relatively recent past master, mm -hmm. you know, having four or five other past masters hand it to me. It kind of mm -hmm. just reminds you of that lineage that you're mm -hmm. now, you know, at one time it was handed to you. Now you're a part of that lineage that, mm -hmm. that continues to get handed on. And the cool thing about um, this year was obviously for reasons I'm not going to get into the, the master before me could not pass it to me because he's deceased. Mm -hmm. And then the past, the master before him wasn't there. Mm -hmm. um, so worship brother Chris Holmes, uh, who was the person that brought me into Freemasonry, mm -hmm. was actually the past master that I received it from before I passed it on to right. the the one after me. So it's just kind of cool. cool. It's like, wow, kind of full circle here. <clears throat> yeah. and, it's, and it's a hell of a privilege to be a past master absolutely. to hand it off to. Yeah. I handed the charter off to uh, worship brother Earl Ebert. And it was, you, you know... Some people get this Napoleon syndrome of, you know, I'm the boss, I'm the master and everything, but it's an awesome feeling to be that guy who hands it to yeah, your success. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I enjoyed that. That was, yeah. for me, you know, handing somebody else and say, hey, you're in charge yeah. now. Because you trust Take that care. brother and you know that the lodge right. is in good hands. And That was know, an awesome feeling. Yeah. 
Yep. Right. Other, just as great. Get yeah. it. Oh, yeah. But yeah. the other cool thing that we pass on uh, in my lodge, and it <clears> actually started, um, I started it in my year, and it was suggested to me by Worshipful Brother John Deere, who's been on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I started a master's journal. Oh, yeah. That's you, right. You yeah. were saying. That yeah, only yeah, the master, really cool. the sitting master gets. Right. And once you pass it on, you never see it again. Right. And it's just the sitting master gets it, and you make some notes from things that happen in your year. You can give mm-hmm. some advice in there. You could give some guidance. It's like the and master's then, book of secrets. It, exactly. Yeah. It's exactly like that. That's and sweet. it's mm-hmm. it's really cool. I already spoke right. to the our newly installed master the other day. He goes, wow, there's a lot that happened in your year that I had no <laughs> idea. I'm like, that's oh, yeah. A, that's right. a great idea. I should start. It really is. I would encourage I anybody to start it. it. It's a really cool so thing. Go out and get a nice... Um, Leather bound yeah, notebook from uh, from Staples or something yeah. nice. So I got a question. Yeah, when are you becoming a master of Morningstar? Remember, if I'm ever duly elected, I'd be I'm proud to saying. serve. Go through the line. I mean, you didn't. I prefer not to start at Stewart again. <laughs> <laughs> New but lodge. If, if needed, got to prove yourself. Whatever. I, I'm happy to sit on the sidelines and and oh, Joe yeah. actually got elected to I something. Did get elected line. to trustee for yes, the next three ah. years. Yes, ah. he did. So it's no, but there. I wouldn't be opposed to jumping in line again. I, I wouldn't be opposed to it because I did really enjoy it. Um, and if needed, I would I would absolutely jump in again. But yeah. not planning on it at this point. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. It's, well, like Breaking news. Brother Joe announces candidacy. And somebody does See, that's where I'm going to have to interject here. Because somebody is going to say, oh, he's politicking, which is forbidden in our That's not politicking. This just in. Worshipful Brother Joe politicking. And but Is there Russian collusion? Well, according to the email thing that I got from the Freemasons podcast uh, email, it, it does. Oh, yeah. Hey. And I still can't figure that out. Oh, yeah. Talk so, about it. Okay. Yeah. So so we took – okay. So I got to take a step back here. So the Freemasonspodcast.com was our online store. Yes. Which you would set up and um, you wanted to take a step back from it. And mm-hmm. we wanted to take that domain and obviously keep the domain and keep mm-hmm. using it. So Worshipful Brother George – or Right Worshipful Brother – Brother George Whatever. gave me the the podcast domain, which I f- dumped into my my domain repository and uh, working on building a website right now for the podcast. And in addition to that, I set up an email service provider so that we can all have email addresses at thefreemasonpodcast.com, which kind of makes sense. Um, Hold and on. I used one second. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but uh, Michelle Bonham. Hey, guys, Mac and I just wanted to pop in. Mackenzie wants to wish her favorite podcast and buddies a very Merry Christmas. Hi, Mackenzie. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas. Merry Mackenzie. Christmas, Mackenzie. Well and done this year. Miss Michelle and, yes, uh, and the whole family. And, and the, the whole, whole family. family. Alexander Harding, when is the Christmas Spectacular, or is this it? <laughs> this is it. This is, you this is our... missed it. <laughs> it was the last podcast. Well, we but it's, it's, on, on. it's on there, right? He can still yeah, go on page and, and, yeah, yeah, and watch it. Yeah. I'm just... This one, we're trying to be serious because two reasons. We The last one got... <laughs> Went off the rails. I'm a just bit. see what happens when I'm not here. And two, I yeah. can't laugh anymore because my face hurts. Yeah, from laughing, we need to get some so. like uh, Botox, yeah, some collagen, Botox, something. Some, 
botulinum toxin to fix your face. <laughs> but anyway, so, all right, so, so I set up our email service providers, the same one that I use for my personal domain um, that I have for my family. And it's, I, I use it because it's, it's free. Nerd alert! And you get unlimited storage. But it's Yandex, which is basically like the Russian Google, right? So they have like, you know, webmaster tools and all that kind of crap. Right, but right. also you can set up an email and with a custom domain and everything. So I, I set up our I, I set up them as our email service. So wait, 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 wait. Unfortunately, on, because it's based in Russia, everything defaults to the Russian language until you go in and log in for the first time. So you, so you guys f- are all seeing Russian when you go to log into your yeah, and I'm gonna email for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no Russian collusion. It's just I you know, our our Russian friends <laughs> happen to have the best deal on email service providers. I what? What did I do? You turned our freaking podcast to a Russian podcast. No, only our email. Only our email. If I get a goes phone call from Russia. the FBI, I'm gonna yeah, beat your ass. Yeah, cool. <laughs> just, just give him my phone number. I'll, I'll straighten it all out. It's all above board. It's I know Nikolai Volkov. Yeah. Oh my god! It's not like we deal in like national secrets or something. Like we can oh use god. the index as our we email do, service though. provider. Oh really? <sighs> you used brothers a in Russian platform. Yes, I did. Oh my god! I mean, unless you'd rather pay for it. If I go on the Nostovia, Nostovia. I mean, would you rather pay for an email service? I could. We could use freaking whoever you want if you want to pay for it. That's fine, as long as it's not. I just need to. I don't care. Figure out how to sign into it because I don't. Well, just okay. So, so obviously, username is always at the top. Yeah, password's always at the bottom. Username, password, and then it's go not in. That easy. I have it. And click on the little tried, flag in the bottom left-hand corner and oh say English God. after that, so, and then you'll be good. Or just use Google Chrome, and it'll translate. I haven't even looked at it yet. <laughs> oh God, we'll set Spencer it up later. Miller, who is now uh, he's actually a current uh, master, right, oh, Spencer? He's, he's sitting master too. I think he's sitting. We're master. like sitting master twinsies. I think he's a worship. No, worship. That's what it looks like. What the? F- Look, man, just like learn Cyrillic. It's not that difficult. Is that what the Russian language is? No, and they want the me to accept Russian cookies. alphabet, dude. That's a character set that they use. Okay. Uh, Warsaw brother also Spencer Miller said installation was a burr. Congratulations, by the way. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, because he was saying that uh, he was, he's on Discord. He's one of our Patreons. He was saying he was installed. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. I All do right. remember that now. Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome, and congratulations on being installed. Yes, it's a blur, and uh, it it happens very fast. It's 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 very fast in your brain, and it's like again, it's like any of the degrees, realistically, where it uh, it happens so fast. It's hard to kind of absorb it all. Take as many pictures as you can because it's yeah. uh, it's a special moment, and I got one great picture of me when I was. Uh, when I was given the charter by the two guys who sponsored me, and that's Worshipful Brother Alan Bunting, who is no longer with us. He's passed, and uh, very humble yeah, guy. It's a, it's a great ceremony. And, uh, and uh, right Worshipful Brother Bob Peck, who, uh, who's still alive. He doesn't get around very much, but uh, it, was a, it was a great experience to be given the charter by those two men. Why is this not working? Probably because it's in Russian. (laughs) Trying to do something. We've been hacked. You've given away all the podcasts. But anyway, once we get into it, we have a podcast. uh, We have a podcast email addresses, and uh, if anybody um, 
wants to uh, hit us up in messen- uh, Messenger. In uh, what are you doing? Something Russian. On. He's a spy. He is a spy. I am not. Come on. There, I told you there's no collusion involved here. He's an IT guy. He's like with a Russian email. happening right now <laughs> i only know the tune because of the soviet union national anthem i, I know, the know. Tune too but i know the tune because yeah. of um the iron sheik and uh, nikita koloff no yeah rocky four nikita koloff predated rocky four i can't believe we're doing this right now nikolai volkov nikita koloff <laughs> nikita hunt for red october they all sing the national anthem on the submarine Yes. And they're like, Captain, they will hear them, right? Because the American... Let them sing. He's like, let the men sing. I was like, yes. But yes, that was was sent to me by my friends over at Yandex. A movie about Russians with English accents. Yeah. Can't make this shit up. Whatever. Kita Koloff, Russian Nightmare. Great wrestler. (laughs) All right, brothers. What do you say? I think we've covered installation. Yeah. Yeah. Now that everybody thinks we're traitors or something. That's because of you. Yeah, it's my fault. I'm just you. a really big rush. This time it's my fan. fault. As a matter of fact, the minute that I hear... <laughs> Hello, sir. This is the FBI. We'd yep. like to ask you a few questions. Here's I'm Ken like, Tarwood's cell phone Ken number. Tarwood. I'll send you right to him yeah. immediately. Just check out his legs. They look like Siberia. Yeah. <laughs> Spend some time in a gulag. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Before this gets freaking off the rails again. Again. Uh, all right. So uh, I think we've covered insulation pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I think so. Very solemn, somber experience. It's uh, for for the master being installed. It's quite incredible. And uh, definitely an experience that if you get a chance to see it, uh, definitely take advantage of it. So. Absolutely. Contact your local lodge. All right, all right brothers. So uh, let's shut it down. For the Freemasons Podcast, I'm your host, Right Worshipful Brother George Marjorie, signing off. Worshipful Brother Joe, signing off. Worshipful Brother Comrade Ken Tarwood, signing off. <laughs> Tarwoodski. <laughs> Niet. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Have a good night. What the?